Welcome to the Ace of Shade. Uncut conversations of life, love, and all that shit in between. I'm Shantis. I'm Keisha. And I'm Ashley. And our topic for today is 30 Now What? So, I know you guys um, are wondering, hey, I've reached the age of 30. But now what do we have to show for it? So, tell me what y'all feel about y'all careers. Like, (laughs) oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I would say that I like what I do. Um, I don't like my pay, and I don't like the rules that come along with it, like the politics. Um, I definitely feel like entrepreneurship is my path, but like I do enjoy helping people and I do enjoy connecting with people. So I like what I do. I just don't think I get paid enough for what I do. Well, how much you want to get paid, Keisha? I will never get paid. Probably what I'm worth. <laughs> okay. Wow. Never, <laughs> never. Like. So like, where do you go from there? There's <laughs> nothing to look forward to. I guess you go up. <laughs> um. You know, when you work a, a service job or hell, probably like any job at this point, it starts around like thirty, like thirty thousand. That's not what I currently make. Assist, you know. She's, oh, so she balling? She, she, nah, she I don't like, go to no. Okay, okay. I don't go to her. But okay. you know, I'm not making thirty. No shade to the people who make thirty, because you know, you shaded, this definitely, definitely started at thirty, but it has grown. And I'm in a different tax bracket. However, it, I still get taxed. She's like, shit, they tax the fuck about me. But that's neither here nor there. But I just, I, I don't think I personally will ever get paid what I think I'm worth for the time that I put in. Um, so, I mean, do, does anybody ever get paid? Do you think you're getting paid what you worth? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. If you could put a number on it, would you be able to put a number? And somebody say, I'm going to give you your... Ideal pay. Yeah, your ideal pay. What would that look like for you? What I do? (laughs) (laughs) Not for what you do currently. What I just want. Yeah, like what would be your ideal pay? Where I will be comfortable. Yeah. It would probably be, let's say... No numbers uh, too big. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, a million? No. I was thinking $100,000. $100,000. $100,000 to $120,000 a year. Okay. That would be comfortable and I would be okay. You know what? Speaking on $100,000, um, I often wonder, me being $91,454,000 in debt. That's um, the exact number. <laughs> um, and I answer the phones for a living. So I'm thinking, should I have gone to school? Does my degree really matter? What am I supposed to use it on? So what are your degrees in? So I have a bachelor's degree in marketing from... <clears throat> Albany State University at Albany, Georgia. Yes, thank you. Ooh, HBCs. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I have a master's degree in healthcare management from St. Leo University. Okay. Mm. Are you working in any of those fields? Hell no. Um, <laughs> so, um, I just feel like the job that I do is so beneath me. Because the people that I speak to every day, they don't seem like they have a lot of common sense. Well, common sense is not common. It's not that common. So, I'm thinking, am I being punk? Like, do you really not understand the concept of your job? Like, I don't know. I'm supposed to be working with professional people. 
people that understand the business. And it's not just like your everyday off the street Joe that don't know what's going on. Okay. Professional people. But somehow they missed out in the professional training. Mm. That doesn't come through over the phones. It's just like they picked up off the street. Hey, come work for me. And then they call me. And I speak to just them. anybody. Who they just want anybody. Me. Okay, so do you like know what you want to do? Or? No, I'm completely lost. Okay, which, okay, so I have. Same. <laughs> Facts. Okay, so okay. So okay. in your 20s. Did you think that you would be here right Hell now? Hell no. Where did you think you were going to be? Wait, y'all know how y'all was in class in high school? Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Where did you see yourself? Hell, well, it wasn't here. Um, I used to say shit like, um, successful business owner. <laughs> and you look back and you like, bitch, what was you thinking? Because, thinking? like, that's just made up. I think... <laughs> Yes, but that's not who well, I am. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, it I sounds mean, good. It okay. sounds good. <laughs> it's good on it paper. It sounded good when yeah. I said it. When mm-hmm. I spoke, you know, and I really have a problem with school these days. Like, people tell you you can be anything you want to be. That's not true because not you true. have to put behind that thought, that idea, that goal, some work. And I, pe- I think people fail. And still, to- even then, yeah. you can fail at that because well, yeah. that just may not. They be They set for you. you up for false mm-hmm. hope. Like, hello, everybody give me the can't truth. do everything. No, yeah. everybody can't be a president. Mm-mm. Well, this is facts. Well, you know, Trump. Trump well, these days. Since, is this a shade session? <laughs> shade session. Um, he's giving everyone hope. Oh, oh yeah. But we digress. We digress. <clears throat> I mean, I get what you're saying. So, okay. Like, when I was in my 20s, I definitely was like, oh, I want to work at a marketing firm. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to dress up in a suit mm-hmm. with my dress on, some heels, and my little briefcase every day. Like on TV. Yeah, like on TV, okay. what I saw. And, like, mm-hmm. when I got ready to graduate, I was like, this is not your reality. Like, no. it's not going to happen. Like, it just was, it wasn't going to happen. Like, business had started closing. First things were to go were to go in people's jobs were marketing departments. So, it was like, oh, well, you definitely couldn't be working in that. So, it was definitely, like, I ended up now working criminal justice. I don't even like the law. But, that's, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I work, right, I, I work in the law that I don't like to, like, influence people to follow the law that I don't like. But, I mean... So, I feel like when you tell kids, oh, you can become whatever it is you want to become, I don't necessarily think that's true because I just think you become whatever you're steered towards. Like, how some people, like the STEM, you you know, your science, technology, engineering, math stuff, that stuff was presented to them. Like, we went to predominantly black school. That shit wasn't presented to us, like... Or all. credit, yeah. Life yeah, like life skills, like had no idea. Credit, yeah. what's that? What is that? Get a credit, <laughs> credit card, right? Oh, like we oh. wasn't before those opportunities. Out. Like we didn't like people. Like oh, I went to school on a bowling scholarship. I'm like we didn't have a damn Wait, bowling. Wait, you know no damn bowling? They have That's bowling scholarships. <laughs> I, I got to college and I was like, exactly. you here on a whole bowling scholarship? Like I've been missing the hell out. They had no damn bowling team. We did have a bowling team. Did we didn't have we? a bowling team? We had a fake bowling team for the yearbook <laughs> pitches. That's what oh, we had. So we had a yeah. fake. So we had the program. Nobody was involved. Nobody, nobody was involved. Like, we had nobody to compete against. That is correct. So I, there was no way to get a scholarship. They were not. That's correct. So it's just kind of like when you're in an environment, you basically become a product of your environment. Like 
Mm, no, I, I kind of kind of disagree with that because you don't have to become a product of your environment if it's negative. Well, no, I won't but say you that. would have to be exposed to other Absolutely. things to True. even know it's right. there. Like I mean, I like I can't play, I can't be on the volleyball team if I've never been exposed to a damn volleyball. That's so true. I mean, That's which true. I actually like volleyball, but I cheer because shit, that was the only thing that was there that I felt like I could do. I want to play basketball. So, I mean, we didn't have a golden team for real, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, at that point, but, I mean, at 20, if somebody would have told me I would have my life in career-wise like it's going right now, the answer would have been so far from this one. So, I mean, when you talk about stuff like that, it's like, do you just operate on a path that you're on, or? When I talk to older people, they typically say 20s were for figuring it out. And then your 30s and 40s are your best years. Mm-hmm. So now I have to wait till I'm 30 or 40. <laughs> later 30, because we're still in the early 30s, still trying to figure it out. 30s and 40s to live my best life. I think they're wrong because I feel like 20, we live in our best life. We don't have any responsibilities for real. So you're able to pretty much do what you want to do. And then it's like 30, whoa, real adult career. Wait a minute. Life hits you at 30. Life it does. hits you. And you're really saying... Well, now what? Because I've gotten a degree. Okay? And so now what? I feel like I'm in the ring with Mike Tyson. My ass getting beat the hell up. (laughs) But I kind of blame myself, though, because um, now that I think about it, before I was saying, man, my mama didn't set me up for nothing. All she said was, Ashley, go to high school and graduate. Well, that's what I did. Go to college, girl. Okay, that's what I did. Get a job. This and that's what I did. Okay, <laughs> now what, Ma? This is the real world that they were talking about. I, they, they couldn't tell you anymore because they didn't have that. It was uh-huh. this. They told you what they had, which was go to school, get a job. Like this that's is t- a, that's literally what. They yeah, did. it's like a whole different. Like they all had good credit because they didn't go to college. <laughs> like they weren't going to college like Getting that. Credit cards. Yeah, it's they weren't getting credit cards. Exactly. And, and by the time exactly. you graduate at twenty one, twenty two, you're like a hundred thousand dollars in debt for a degree that you're not even using, or two that you're not exactly. using. They don't want student loans. Right. So they were able graduated to, and went out into the world. Exactly. So life was not easy for them, but it was it's easy to build on something. When you're at zero versus when you're at negative $100,000. So, Never looked at it that way, right. but that is like, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, if I could go back now, I, I would do things so What would you do different? First of all, I would not get a marketing degree because I wholeheartedly feel like no one needs to go to school to get a business degree. Those are things you can learn. Why you own a business. Right. You know what I'm saying? Through life dealing. I actually own a business. Yeah. Go to a seminar. Yeah. And get started. Everything <laughs> I've learned about business, mm-hmm. I've learned from running my business. Right. You, you, in school, you, you hear them, you like, oh, the business plan. You can start a business today and never need a business plan as detailed as the one you learned in school that you spent forever working on all semester. So it was just like everything I learned about business, how to interact with people, how to network, that can't be taught. You just get thrown into that environment and you just do. And that's what business is about. Business is about doing. Every day is not the same. Something cannot be taught in a book. Right, because I learned how to deal with people from my current job. I feel like... They have really equipped me with the tools to handle these difficult people. I mean, I might as well have a master's degree in customer service because that's what I've been doing for the last 13 years. Same. 
Mm. It's like I'm I'm tired of serving the customer. Probably sixty years. Now. Like it's over yeah, with. For me. I yeah. have no more heart for you because you're jaded. ignorant. <laughs> it is jaded. It is just like the caliber of individuals that I have to speak with make me feel dumb. I'm like, shit, is my IQ lowering because I'm speaking with your dumb ass today? Like really, and just and it's like every day. Let's talk about being 30 and career-wise, and that's a great segue into mental health because sometimes I'm on the phone and I listen to these people and I'm like, well, damn, is there something wrong with me? Like, do I not? And it makes you feel like, okay, is this all that I'm worth? Am I not worth I'm not more? Worth more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Been like dealing with this on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And then you see these people that are in management positions. Not only do you not have the education that I have, but your common sense is like, what? it's like management one-on-one. Business one-on-one. Like, they are missing the simple aspects of how to be a manager. Just dealing with people. I mean, so they just don't So, on a daily basis, would you say that you're going to work happy or... Some days, I go through what I call mood swings. So, some days I can say, okay, Ashley, yes, you can do this. You know, you got to set yourself up mentally to think positive. So, you prep yourself? Yes. Okay. I, I pet myself <laughs> up and I get there. And, you know, I can pretty much get through the work day, you know. And I'm like, you can do this, you know. Just go ahead, do your little eight hours, get your little check, and you're good. You can do this. And then the next day, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how, how, how you got here. <laughs> You you know, and you know, I'm about to be really, really vulnerable. So, Ooh, don't judge, shade, no shade. But anyways, no, seriously, like, it would be times that I would just be like, man, I can't do this. And I would leave work, go to the Mexican one day, and just drink by myself. I'm not even a person that like to do stuff by myself. But I could just toss it back and be okay. done. And I'm talking about like yeah. drunk. Like, well, those are those are my daily rituals. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get through that shit. Like if I don't feel I it, I just think about it. Okay, this drink is gonna be so good when I get off. Of and work. it's just and like I drinks are. So, it's like wait. You know it comes. So basically, oh, yeah. Yeah. you become an alcoholic. Yes, you become. <laughs> There was yes, a phase I, I was never, an alcoholic. I never used to drink through the week. There was right. always a social thing on the weekends. And then now it's just like, I just need something to calm my nerves and to just level everything out. And don't let me I had to deal with. have a bad call. Uh, <laughs> uh, when they touch that nerve. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know it's time to go because I can no longer ignore um, the stuff that I'm hearing. It's just mm-hmm. like, right. bitch, I'm trying to, you call me for motherfucking help. Like, Hello. That's when I knew, like, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, something has to change because it got to the point where I started drinking, like, out of the bottle. Like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't even pouring up a glass no more. I was like, oh, this is, you got to get control of this. Mm -hmm. Like, something is wrong. And I just remember, like, going to work and I was just talking and I was just kind of like, look, you're going to have to move me or I'm just going to fucking quit. Like, one of the two for the half of the day because this is how real this shit that got today. And it was just like, it's not even worth it. You can can take this car back. They can repo this car. I'm going to be good. So, it was just one of those moments and I'm just like, okay, it was just just a lot mentally. Um, And I was just like, okay, if you're not willing to move me, then I have to get to a place of, I guess, acceptance of where I am at the moment, but I don't really want to be there. 
I'm just there. You know they all you say you gotta appreciate it. where you are. Yeah. Or well, to yeah. elevate. Yeah, like no, your old folks. Like my mom was like, "Well, God's not gonna move you right. if you don't appreciate what you have now." And I'm like, "How long do I have to appreciate?" <laughs> right. So I'm like, "Okay, guys, I my appreciation. <laughs> it's been 30 days. Like, is I appreciate enough for you to move me? Okay. Needs to say, I've been there 10 years. <laughs> 30 days, 10 years. Okay. You know, so I'd be like. Not being happy where you are, you turn into an alcoholic. <laughs> I think I've been depressed. I think I'm currently depressed. Um, it's just like, and it be the little stupid shit. I'm sad for what? Why am I sad? Why does the world? <laughs> you don't want to be here. Like, you why? Don't be doing this. I feel like my world is crashing down. And then when you try to explain it to other people, they judge you and not judge you like, oh my God, she feels like that. It's like, girl, why do you feel like that? You got A, B, C, D. Yeah. Like you should but bitch, it's big to me. Yeah. It's big to me. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my I God. Mean, I feel like people should be able to relate. Like, I don't know too many people who actually like their job. That they but when to. you tell them how you feel, they look at you like you have no reason to. You don't have the right to feel like that because you have all of this. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can understand that. I mean, like, not understand why they say that, but I just think, yeah, I just think that's just society. And like, even if you go back into like earlier this week dealing with Aisha Curry, it was just the same thing. Like how people always ask you to be truthful, but when you give your truth, there's not enough. Oh, she should be happy. Her man makes millions. She's been taken care of. But at the end of the day, she can, you can put her in a matching, give her the best cars. But if her needs ain't being met. It just ain't being met. Like, are they even and she 30? never said she was unhappy. Yeah, she never right. said she was unhappy. Right, she never said, but they're not 30. They're, they are 30. Just so 30. that goes right there. That shows you. <laughs> Life at 30, it's like, I done had these kids. Like, my body ain't what it used to be, and it's not going to be. Right. Um. So she's just... She's just really trying to be open and honest. And like, it's nothing, it's nothing wrong. We all want to be validated. Like, whether you're in a relationship, you're married or not, you all, everybody wants to know they still got it. So, everybody. it's just the fact mm-hmm. that she was being open and vulnerable about what it is. And some people's like, oh, she had, you know, a uncanny conversation in the public. Like, that was something she should have had behind closed doors. But why? Why not shed She's light? She's a public figure. Right. Why not shed light on it? People talk about it anyway. Everybody wants to be wanted. Everybody wants to be wanted. Like, nobody wants to be the unwanted person. And you yeah. don't want to be with nobody don't nobody want. That's so exactly. true. <laughs> exactly. So if that you think so, about it, so who do people go after? Nobody goes with after the person sitting in the corner not picking up nobody. You going after them like, oh, going oh somebody. Oh, right. okay. Oh, I see everybody keeping that person. Okay. That's who I want. Right. Because right. they draw that attention in you. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of just, you know, putting out of your mind basically what society says and for making society make you feel bad for you know going going through going through or dealing whatever it is that you're dealing with like what may upset you actually may be something that upset chances it may not even phase her but it's something else and, and vice versa like we got to stop taking people's emotions and feelings and just disregarding them because we don't think it's major right so i mean you know like you if you go get up and go to work every day yes it, you, you're all better off than the person under the bridge but if the person under the bridge wanted to be wait, under the wait, bridge, the bridge? <laughs> do we have to say the bridge? <laughs> yes. Okay. If well, the person well, under the bridge wants to be wants under the bridge and they're living and a they're, happy they're life, living their best life, then they're still better off than you. So shit. <laughs> okay. For y'all, stuck in the bridge. For, <laughs> for y'all, for y'all mental capacity. But that's that's worse. Yeah, like for your mental that capacity. Is. Like some people, like we had this man at Gremlin. Like he. 
used to be a professor. He had a wife. He had kids. He gave up all the material shit. He gave up his marriage. This man walked around and cut off shorts with a cane and looked like Moses. And we actually called him Moses. But his was name he was, doing drugs? No, his name was no. <laughs> His name was Elijah, or is Elijah. He's still alive, actually. And he would just sit around campus, talk to the kids, and he'd be like, hey, y'all know. Don't How fuck. old is he? He had to be, like, in his 60s at this time. Oh, okay. But he had older kids, and the kids were like, dad, you know, you can come stay with us. Like, he chose to live life like a nomad. And because he said he just felt like he was being too dependent on material things. Now, from the outside looking at you, like, my mama made sure all her life that I ain't end up like this person right here. But he was happy. happy. He yeah. was happy. Like, he'll sit, he'll educate us. Like, we he went a couple days, weeks without seeing him. We like, where the hell Elijah at? Like, we looking for the man. He all up in Washington, child, at Obama inauguration because he done bite, hijacked, and walked. <laughs> To the Washington and shit. So at the end of from the Louisiana, day, yes. No, so girl, I don't believe it. I don't so believe it. Yeah, <laughs> like he got him a little. I mean, he took different modes of transportation. He had like Greyhound ticket, and he walked and he did hitchhiking and shit. That brings me to my point. <laughs> In Jamaica, when I visited Jamaica. That is one of the most poor. <laughs> you right, right up there with Places. Dominican Republic. It, it was just okay. So the resorts are beautiful, the water's beautiful, but if you really ride around, yep. those people have nothing. It's nothing. so poor, and they're so happy. happy. Yeah. I've never seen people that happy in my life, yeah. and it just makes you think like, what is it? What the sim- simplicity? We work, we work for stuff that we don't even get to enjoy. Like, we work for bigger houses that we don't get to sleep in, but four hours a day. we have to work. Yeah. <laughs> for like, it. we want the best cars that we, you bet, practically live in your car. Well, I know I live in mine, but mm-hmm. I, sleep, I spend more time in my car than I do my bed. But at the end of the day, it's like, this is the things that we work. We work for material things for stuff we can't even enjoy. Like, Absolutely. They, they're like, they're happy because life is simple for them. It is. Like. They wash outside. They wash outside. <laughs> like, they hang their clothes up to dry. They know everybody, the little corner store, whatever they call it there. Yeah, the right market there. They know the market. They so so up, maybe what we're saying is, really. if simple life <laughs> can make you happy and we're so unhappy, can we all agree that we're unhappy right now? Uh, yeah, I would Absolutely. say I, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So do we just need to make things more simple for ourselves? Or what we aiming for? But what does that look like? What does I don't know simplicity look like for us? Well, I think it'll be different for each individual. Um, So what? What would be? What would make your life simple? Shit. Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. Well, why are you unhappy? Because I feel like I don't have the things that I desire. Things, yeah, things, things. Whether they be human beings (laughs) or (laughs) like I'm not okay. Like in my twenties, right now. You know, thinking ahead, I would have thought, okay, in my 30s, I would have been married. I would have had, like, two kids. I would have had my own house. I would have been making, like, 70K on my way to 100K. Like, I just had a whole vision in my head of what life was supposed to be like. And life is not even halfway (laughs) to that shit. I have no kids. I am not married and not close to it at the present moment. <laughs> uh, I am nowhere near 70K and on my way to 100K. I, <laughs> like, I just don't have that. So, I don't know. Like, I know those were the things that I desire and I still desire them, but... What could you... If you could have anything right now at this moment, 
to make you happy, Oof. what would it be? Ooh. It has to be one thing. One thing. Ooh. Just one, one thing. little thing. If you could just get one thing, what would it be? Genuine companionship. I knew you were going to say that. Like a genuine, when I say companionship, like a relationship that is either marriage or one leading to marriage. And it's the same type of love is reciprocated back. I would say that would be the thing right now for me. Yeah. One thing. One thing. That's heavy. <laughs> I, I think I would have said that if I haven't felt the love of my child and then losing my child. So now is a void. Mm. And now it's, it's not anything that I for sure always wanted. But when I had it and I lost it, you, now I want it more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I would say a child. Child, child will come before the relationship. To be a mother. Mm-hmm. To be a mother. How about you? Mm-hmm. Y'all make me feel bad for saying <laughs> working with as women in our 30s or people in our 30s in general is like what I have you want and what you have I want so it's like I have kids I have a husband and I'm not saying I don't want my kids or my husband by any means (laughs) I'm not saying that put that out there but I am saying that it wouldn't hurt to be alone sometimes. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, no. it just, you know, oh, you, wow. you, you want that companionship. You, you want do. somebody to be there to love you. I have those things. But I'm okay with um, an hour, two, ten, twenty-four. You know, especially a day. When you're not at work. Just, when I'm not uh, at work, yeah. it's just like every hour of the day is dedicated to something or someone other than myself. Gotcha. So if I could just take a little moment to just just be Ashley, I mean that would like my husband said. Well, what do you want for Mother's Day? I said to be left the hell alone. That's exactly what a I lot want. of people want that. Yeah, I I you're the second person today. To be left the hell alone. Don't call my name. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me for shit. I don't just <laughs> As a matter of fact, can y'all leave? Yes, I asked him. I said, can you spend it on your sister? Because, and you know, and I don't know, like, sometimes is that selfish, but you know, you give so much of yourself, it's kind of just like, so I kind of make it a point at night, you know, to shower, I just try to have my little moment, you know, I try to make it, when I go to, because it's like, that's the only, well, until recently, that was the only time before, you know, like, you could have to yourself, like the bathroom, but sometimes I lie. And say I gotta go to the bathroom. Um, this is just so you can get some time alone. Yeah, you know, my shower, my husband's like, you've been in the shower for an hour. Like, what were you doing? No, I wasn't in the shower for an hour. But, okay. <laughs> as far as you you're concerned, like, you know, so just a few moments to myself would make me, like, so happy right okay. now. Yeah. Wow. That's deep. Just so happy. And that's what we have. Yeah. A lot <laughs> of moments to ourselves. I'm tired of being alone. Right. <laughs> that's what I said. I come home have, alone. I go to I work. Want... I come home. I shop alone. I go here alone. I eat alone. I go here and eat alone. Go to the movies alone. Go to the movies alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean. Most of the time, I'm alone. Yeah. But of Versus course, when, when you have so much of mm-hmm. one thing, you always want something else. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, absolutely. So. I mean, I just, you know, we were... We like a long time, but we were never created to be alone. 
So, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's always good to there are days I'm happy that I can go home and be alone. There are. <laughs> yeah. Like, there I'm like, see. There's <laughs> days I am thankful for that because I see what goes on. You yeah. Do, okay. And I'm like, I ain't got to worry about nothing. <laughs> just me. No responsibility. No, I can do what I want when I get home. Right. I can see. You ain't got to cater to nobody. I can eat. I can watch TV. I can just fall asleep. Yeah. Nobody and needs just, to be fed today. Sleep. You can eat if you want to eat. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree mm-hmm. with that. And especially when you work a, like a customer service job oh, and no. you deal with people. Like, if I go at home and my mom be like, oh, you didn't talk to me today. I'm like, I've talked all day. I don't want to talk, <laughs> talk anymore. anymore. I just want to sit in silence because it's golden. Like, just, I don't, at this point, I stopped, I stopped even riding with music on. Like, I just need to just clear my head. I don't oh, want to, wow. I don't even want to hear nothing some days. Some days I'm just like, I don't need to hear nobody on the radio on the CD complaining or crying about what they got wrong. <laughs> I just don't want to talk no more. I want to hear none of that shit. So, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, a long time is good, but you know. So I can definitely say turning 30 has really forced me to really look within myself and be honest. Like, how I truly feel. And mm-hmm. to not be afraid to be vulnerable. Because there are still people that are afraid to say how they feel and what they want. Like, why do you care who's You know what? That's funny that you said that because I was talking to somebody today and I was like, I came to the realization um, about a month ago that I have a problem with vulnerability. Really? Like, I do. Like, when I'm in a relationship, it's probably why I'm not able to. <laughs> <laughs> did you shake uh, yourself? Did you just... <laughs> right. Right, right. <laughs> did you just stumble across some shade? Okay. Like, <laughs> I have a problem being vulnerable in relationships. And I'm like, fuck. Like, why? What do you mean? Like, um... Showing weakness. Yeah, because you're always in control of everything. Everything. Damn, y'all are like me. Shut up. It's like Keisha and the dude. Yes. This is so awful. I hear about your work arguments you have with the guys. (laughs) It's just Keisha has to be in control of everything. I'm supposed to be. No, seriously. You're so dominant, Keisha. Well, I don't try to. Okay, I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, I'm not going to say you guys are wrong. Because I just had that conversation today about being in control and I do it, but I don't even realize I'm doing it. Like I thought control was like, Oh, don't do that. Because I said, don't do that. And I was like, I don't do that. But then I also learned that controlling is like manipulating things Absolutely. to go the way that you want to go. I'm like the queen of manipulation. Like at work, I'd be like, they was like, oh, if people need options, I said, we're going to give them blue and green and somewhere they're going to hate this color and they're going to pick the one I want. And I was like, you give people options, but you still take away their options. So I, definitely so I operate that. in that mindset at work. And then I just like apply that stuff to life. And it's just, and what, this is the issue with that too, about being controlling. When you're always alone, you're not aware of those things. It Some stuff you don't realize until you're with somebody and they have to point that out. Mm-hmm. I got pointed out. I was That's controlling cool. by a person I was talking to. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not me. I was like, well, you know what? Let me Google that. That might be me. And then, <laughs> so I, Google's everything. So I, I Google everything. I'm the queen of Google. So I Google patrolling. I was like, shit, that is kind of me. Okay. So okay. Google was going to give you. Okay. I'm I was like, okay. Google. No, I thought Google was going to side with me because it was kind of oh. like, because like I said, I thought controlling was like telling you what to do. And that's, I don't operate. I don't tell people what to do. I just manipulate them. So you do what, you, what I want you to do. Manipulation sounds so bad, but. It is what it is. It doesn't matter it which way you flip it. It's controlling. <laughs> I, yeah. And I don't like 
I okay, so here's the thing. I don't want to be in control. I want to give that control to him. But there's not a him to give it to. So it's always kind of like I feel like like criminal justice is a male dominated field. I mm. majority of the people Wait, wait, hold on. Pause. <laughs> so criminal justice is a male dominating field. Keisha is very dominating. <laughs> Absolutely. Her because Keisha fits right in. Yeah. <laughs> Because I have to in order to, and then majority of those coming in are males as well. So in order to be able to deal and adjust to my environment, you have to play with the big boys. So I have to be dominating too. And then I'm in a leadership role. I was just about to And people that. have to, you know, adhere to what I say. And I don't do it as in to tell you what to do, but it's like, it's a certain type of image I have to portray to you. It's not, you can't always be your feminine self. I mean, you can get dates in your feminine self, but you can't exercise authority. Like, I've had somebody work under me who had a problem taking authority from women. And everybody above him, as in me and my supervisor, were women. So, at that point, how do you deal with something like that? So, it was kind of like, you just have to maneuver it to talk to the people. You adapt to your environment. So, when I come home... I don't want to wear that hat. I want to give you that. I want you to be like, babe, I took care of this. I got this. And I'm like, shit, thank God. Because I done had, all day I done had to make decisions for dudes. I don't want to do that shit when I come home. I want you to do that. But you, but you don't. don't. But I don't know how. <laughs> That's funny because <laughs> in my job in customer service, we always talk to customers, right? Right? Yes. So it makes me become more... I don't want to say submissive, but maybe passive. So I'm always letting other people. Okay, that's the truth. And then that falls you over to your you life. Say what you want to say, so uh, now you become accustomed to just okay mm. to just letting shit go. Just right? let it go. Just let it ironically go. Ironically enough, let in my life, it. I just let people have it. And ironically, in my life, I get aggressive with that ass. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, damn. <laughs> Which what's I would take what I will say too is I am passive aggressive in my relationships because I have to be aggressive all day and I like I said I want to come home and not do that so I've learned to kind of let a lot of stuff go even the things that are bother me and resulting into me eventually exploding because I didn't want to de- I didn't want I don't want to deal with that at work and then come home and deal with that at home like so I would just not say anything to her like I can't take this shit no more and I just explode so I mean I don't so basically you saying we were part of the environment. Absolutely. Well, I mean, our me, I've learned to <laughs> express what I'm feeling in the moment, so you know exactly. But I don't always want to come. And I see, I, I believe that. I believe in dealing with the issue mm-hmm. at hand right then. But then I feel like it would be every day, and I don't want to come off as nagging. So I, I'm like, choose your battles here, Keisha. Because yeah. everything will be a battle. Yeah. To me, like, I mean, and that's another thing. When you're alone for a while. You get used to your space, your, your, your stuff. And then when somebody else comes in, you like, now I got to get used to you doing shit that I don't know yeah. if I necessarily like. Like invading your process. Yeah, it's like, like right. my I don't mean, want like, you here. here. But <laughs> it's different for now me. You and so if I tell you this this don't do that, I'm going to be telling what I want to watch. Right. And you're what saying you, you watch. feel this that is... way because you've been alone for so long? Yeah, like the longer you're alone, you get comfortable in your space. So when someone else comes in it, you're like, I didn't do that. Like I didn't leave my socks on the floor. I don't leave dishes in the sink or I'm just giving examples and it's kind of like so do I address you because I don't like it because then I feel like I'll be dressing you every day 
about something you did that I don't like. So I'm like, choose your battles here. I don't know what it feels like to be alone. I understand. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay, can't I, okay. I can't relate, you know, because I got pregnant when I was 21, 20-ish, in between that time. And, I mean, I just, I've had a person stuck to me ever since I know, yeah, like. Yeah, you're right, you have. You know, it's like, <laughs> I met my husband one day, and we were never separated, like. That's so, from that point on. Right, yeah. so I've never had that single life. Okay. I mean, we may not have been fully committed, but right. goddamn, we was attached to the hip, you yeah. know. Right. And I'm just, so, I don't, I don't know what that's about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that no, no, no. So that's not true. But that's the reality. Like for those out there who are listening, like the longer you are alone, the more comfortable you become in your own space. Like if it, like I get comfortable and quiet, and I'm like, okay, you gotta go like extrovert. Like your husband is not at your house. Like you gotta go out and talk to somebody. And I'm just like, oh, let me go deal. <laughs> I like go out to the world, and I'm like, okay, Wait, let you go deal. Yeah, let me go deal. Let me go deal. The world, the world is like a cruel place. Like, she get real out here. I don't know. Sometimes I gotta like retreat. So how's dating? Oh, uh, <laughs> You want to take that one? I'm so lost. Yeah. <laughs> Stay where you are. Yes. <laughs> Anybody in a relationship? <laughs> less is abusive. Less is abusive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's hard out here. They say, okay, well find a man who does these things for you or find a man who treats you like this or wait, you know, until you do this. Cause if you do this too soon, the man is not going to respect you. There are no men like this. <laughs> there are. We've tried. Shh. They men. are far and few between. Yeah, I they agree. Go, they are. They're there. They're just. And we still have not found them. It is very hard. Or they're taken already. Or they're taken. Like today. Now somebody has snatched them up. And yeah. <laughs> like today, I met a great guy. And I know, I'm like, hey, he's, he's in a relationship or whatever. And I was just kind of. But we were talking, and I was like. Like, have you? Yeah, have you ever like found a connection with yeah, somebody like, and then later on, like y'all just met each other? Maybe y'all talk. Maybe maybe they're new at work or something, and maybe y'all talk every day, and then they hit you with, and then you find out you're there in a relationship, yeah. and it's just like, yeah. And I'm like, God damn, like, am I? I'm like, I'm like, but the chemistry was the chemistry was phenomenal. I don't get it. And he was older. He was like 42, and I was like, Ooh, no man. Did he look 42? No, he didn't look 42. I'm saying I gave him like 37, 36. And well, that's not bad. Yeah, he's just ten years old, and right, really he's ten years old. But I was just kind of like, oh, he, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's fine. So I was just like, okay, you know. But was he married? No, he wasn't married. He is in a relationship. They do have a kid. Um, but the conversation, the chemistry, like you, okay, like I don't see him all the time. He works in the building next to me, but I saw him today, and it's like when you see somebody, and y'all can just start picking up and talking, and like you know, we got to the car. And it was like, we kept talking. I'm like, sure, I gotta go. But that's how good the conversation was. And then it was just kind of like, he was like, oh, well, you know, give me a hug before you leave. And I was like, ooh, okay. Not like, ooh, like I was, okay. I ultimately knew what the ooh was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thanks for being honest. Yeah, because I think it was. Like, the, that ooh, kind of ooh. the ooh was a reminder to me that that's kind of what I desire. Like, what we were talking about was, like, he was in school. I'm about to start school. So I was, you know, and he was like, oh, you got this. You got this. going to go by fast. He was like, congratulations. Give me a hug. That's what the hug was for. And so I said, oh, but the oh was, 
I ultimately want to be able to go home and share that good news with my mate. And my man hugs me, not somebody else's man, man. hugs me. Let me give you an interesting <laughs> perspective on that conversation from someone who's married in a relationship. So sometimes I find myself talking to other people, just the simple fact that it's somebody or something new. Okay. Because I've had him for 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's this, and don't get me wrong. I mean, my relationship is good. I'm not tired of him because back in the day, I would keep a guy for a little to a few seconds and he's gone. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised that he's kept my attention for so long. But like, it's always refreshing to have a conversation with someone else of the opposite sex that's attractive. Back to the whole Aisha Curry thing. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. just like, Everybody sometimes my husband said, he, he even said, you know, sometimes I just don't know if I still got it, but do ain't nobody checking for you. I know this, but I'm not going to kill his dream. Oh, wow. And let wow. him know that, you know, because in reality, it's like, really? Come on. But no, I mean, we just want good conversation with somebody who's attractive. And you know what? To be honest, they really don't have to be <laughs> attractive. Because if you have a great personality, that mm-hmm. can really override. Unless you just like booty. But well, I ugly, think it overrides but, for women. It overrides for men, too. You think? It overrides for men. I think it does. Um, yeah. For men as well. I see men with people. I'm like, what is going on here? But... And if you see a man in a relationship talking to somebody, oh, okay. That's not always the thing. <laughs> that is a lot. A lot of times. <laughs> no, no, that's not always the thing. That's not always the thing. Because sometimes, sometimes me and my husband, like, we we have moments where I'm not meeting his needs and vice versa. Well, absolutely. So there's that opportunity for someone else to come in, right? This is mm-hmm. true. Facts. So then I had to say, oh, oh, girl, you be mad if you go sleep with the next one, so you better get on it, whatever it is. I feel myself, oh, you lacking you need to get it together. And so, I mean, I don't know. But see, just, that's the thing because it's discouraging when you're single because you're like, okay. It is. you like, oh, there are good men. And then you like, oh, he's it. And then you're like, oh, I'm in a relationship or I'm married. And I'm like, well, fuck. You got a brother? He's, he's oh, single. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is he you single? What about a cousin? <laughs> just kind of like, ah, dang, come on, help a sister out. Like. I don't know. I don't know. You know. I don't. Girl, <laughs> you I don't, don't look over here. I got I no answer for your marriage. Like we try, like on online dating. How have you tried online dating before? Okay. Listen. Yes. Listen. I'm successful. <laughs> I don't got everybody in, I know personally that online dated. It was unsuccessful as well. They may have gotten a child out of it, <laughs> but ultimately. <laughs> <it was> <laughs> So they need for the moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But no yeah. long time. But yeah. your friend got married. Yeah. Right? I know one person who met her husband on Tinder and they got married. Um, oh, wait a minute. You shouldn't have said that. We're not shouting them out just yet, baby. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll bleep them. In right. The right. Oh, actually, I know somebody too when they got married. But here's the thing. I, I think, like, I mean, they weren't in Atlanta. They were in a smaller town. So I think they had a lot to play on this too. They actually may have been really looking for love. I think if you did. <laughs> Not just random yeah. hookups like I everybody think, else does. I think does. if you do Tinder okay. in Atlanta, it's like a booty call, like a Batman signal that go out to people. Because, Tinder and POL. Yeah, I done got invited to more sex Plenty orgies than I done got invited on dates. So, just based off POF and what Tinder. What about that home. stuff, that screenshot you sent me? What was that for? Uh, was it somebody penis? Because I get them two penis pics. No, he, oh, yeah. <laughs> about I have, working I out or something? unsolicited penis pics. Oh, yeah, the dude was like, I don't like... 
first of all, he kept trying to holler at me, and I was like, okay, I read, so I go and I read people's profile because I'm about for real about this. And so I was like, in his profile, he was like, I don't like this type of girl, this type of girl, this type of girl, no big girls. I was like, well, shit, that knocked me out. I'm a big girl, so you don't really like me. So I didn't say nothing. So he came back in my, you know, in my little DMs and was like, so you just not gonna say nothing? I was like, hey, I, you know, I think we're good here. I, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice about this. Like you said, you don't like big girls. I'm a big girl. This is obviously not what you want. He's like, I'm just saying we can go out. But why? You just said I don't like You this. don't like big girls. So then I get another DM from somebody completely different after I shut him down. Because I'm like, we're not even going to do this. <laughs> um, like, let's not waste each other's time. Save your money and let's not do this. Um, And another dude was like, yo, can we work out together? I'm like, is this supposed to be a pickup line? Like, no, I was cannot. like, I was like, should I feel offended or not offended? Right. So I was like, you know what? I don't even have time to figure it out because that was a whack ass pickup line. So delete and blocked. This is how I can <laughs> tell who's there for sex and who's actually there to date. When you go on their profiles, if it's short, uh, I like to do this. I like to do that. <laughs> I like this restaurant. If it's really short, <laughs> they're there for random hookups. If they DM you and they say, hey, sexy, and that's it, <laughs> they're there for a hookup. That is so That's dumb. it. That's it. If they do the heart eyes emoji, they're there for a hookup. If they do the kissing emoji, hookup. When they keep it short, that's what they're there for. When they tell you, you know, they, hey, I want to get to know you, things like that. And then you read their profile and it's really Detail. some, yes, yeah. it's some substance in there. <laughs> that's how you know Girl. they might be wanting to, they might be, they still may be trying to trick you for a hookup mm -hmm. because that's But at least happens. you put an effort in. They, at least they put an effort in. But listen, y'all, this one is come to at 30. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what's coming to But no, but so, I mean, I don't really want people to feel hopeless and think that, oh, when Shit, I get we feel with, hopeless. But we don't want people. <laughs> don't want we don't want to feel We don't want people to feel hopeless at 30. We're hopeless in Atlanta. <laughs> no, we don't want people to be like, oh, damn, when I get There 30, are good men out there. Yeah, but I mean. If you're in your 20s, snatch them now. <laughs> That's good advice. If you're in your 40s, hopefully they're on their way out. Oh, God. <laughs> about to get divorced. <laughs> what we are saying. a bad relationship. Yeah, they were not. If they're in their in. 50s, somebody's a widow. Oh, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with these women? What we are saying is that 30, you're not going to have the answer to everything, and that's okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not going to have the answer to everything, and that's okay. You're going to feel lost, and you're going to feel confused. But that's okay, because we're here to let you know, hell, that's happening to us right here and right now. But I'm pretty sure we are going to come out okay, and we're going to recover. we just going to take some time to figure that shit out and see what it means. Yeah, yeah, we got a whole decade. Because <laughs> apparently that's what men mature. Oh, oh yeah. okay, God. okay, okay, we're gonna get off. Of right. off of that's the next episode. But hey, All right, thank you guys for tuning in to this podcast. We really appreciate it, and I hope y'all tune in for the next one. Yes, and come back and check us out, Ace of Shade. I'm Keisha. I'm Ashley, and this is Shantis. Peace. Good night.